What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. And this week, we are going to be talking about a very, very (laughs) trade-oriented, business, entrepreneurial type of symptomatic condition Yep. that maybe you're familiar with, maybe you're not, because I'm not. What are we talking about? (laughs) Burnout. Burnout? Burn out. What do you mean? Like, you know, stoner, like... Burn out, bro. No, burnout. Burn it's when out. you work too hard and then you're just like exhausted and it takes a toll on your mental health. It does? It does, yeah. Okay. Uh, this actually is an intervention, Sean. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I'm not burnout, I don't think. Uh, but Burnout can be very hard to recognize within yourself sometimes. Because so, you, you might know. just be running on burnout for just, so long yeah, that, that you... It, it becomes your norm, your baseline. You get burnout blindness. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't realize how uh, burnout you are until you take some time, I guess, until you get reinvigorated and you're like, oh, I, yeah. was, I was a little burnout maybe. Yeah. I, was a little, I was a little tired. I was running on fumes. Exactly. So, okay. It's exciting. Exciting stuff topic. to talk about. Topic, yeah. uh, I think it's very topical. I think, especially this time of year, it can be... Yeah. Especially for what we do. It's, yeah. uh, you know, it's hot. It's... It's like, you know, you've done a lot for the season already, but you still have a good amount to go. There's not like a, uh, at least for us, we have like a little bit of a slower period in the winter. Mm-hmm. So, but that still seems really far away. Yeah. The beginning of the year seems like an eternity ago. Yes. And here we are in the, in the hot heat of summer. The dog and, days of summer. You know, we might be currently on fire what? from burnout. Oh, right, yeah. The burnout fire, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so I think it's topical. Yeah, I think it's sure. topical. I don't think that I'm um, like... topical topics. That's, yeah, that's what we, that's do. What we do. We're really good at that. Yeah. Um, so, I think maybe... You seem to think I'm, I might be getting a little bit burnout. I do, yeah. I you do? do? I do think that. Okay. I, we'll I, talk about it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, before we do that, mm-hmm. let's talk about our drinks. Yes. And what do we have? Uh, we should address the fact... Well, uh, this week we are going to be drinking Red Bulls. Yeah, and you're no, having coffee. Uh, yeah, coffee I'm, and Red Bull. I'm double downing on the caffeine this morning. Uh, we are f- recording this in the morning, not Friday at our morning. not at our yeah. normal time, so we can't drink alcohol. Because I'm going away for the weekend. Uh, yeah. We'll see once we get into. You've done some research, so maybe me going away for the weekend is going to cure the burnout that I that I don't have. Yeah. Um, and we should be good, but <laughs> I think a good way to deal with burnout is to get all jacked up on energy drinks. Exactly. Yeah. Caffeine so, is like notoriously good for burnout, uh, yeah. burnout anxiety, mental health. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So perfect. You must really want to get in a good mental state because you got the coffee and the Red Bull. Love that. I have a full day of work ahead of me, so Cheers. I'm trying to get jacked up. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, love a Red Bull. Oh, Red Bull is just so delicious. I do I love it. I went a strawberry apricot today, which delightful. Yeah. Really delightful. It sounds like a great combo of flavors, um, but I go with yeah. the sugar-free, you know? Back trying in, to, yeah. Trying to work on this, work on this bod. I love a full sugar Red Bull. I cannot do sugar-free. Yeah. Hmm. Also, back in my day when I worked at Red Bull, yeah. they insisted that they would never ever stray from just regular and sugar-free. They insi- like all like uh, the Monster, 
Yeah. And all the other ones, they made like flavored ones. And now, and Red Bull was like, no, we are loyalists to just the regular hmm. flavor. And now they make all these flavors. So I wonder what happened. Yeah. Are they, are they, have they been like bought out by somebody or are they still like their own? I feel like there's no beverage companies Um, that are not part of like PepsiCo or Nestle or something like that. I have not stayed up on the Red Bull news, but I would imagine Hmm. that they have not been bought out. Okay. They are still, Dietrich Mattershits is still probably the man in charge. Oh, sounds like a, there's like, he's, um, he's Austrian. And then there's a man who's like a silent partner who's Japanese, I believe. Okay. And they came up with it together. He can't talk and or then, what? Uh, can't talk. Oh, mute. Okay. He's a mute man. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay. But uh, yeah, a little Red Bull history for you. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that that kind of uh, displays the importance of flexibility. Yeah. You know, you, you want to be locked in on, on a vision, but then sometimes you got to stray from it because, hey, you're sitting here enjoying this beautiful flavor of Red Bull. Yeah. And thank God they made that. True. So. True. All right, let's get into the burnout topic. Uh, I'm going to let you lead the charge on this because uh, you have done some research on it. (laughs) Yeah. You seem to think that I might might be suffering. (laughs) Maybe there's some symptoms here that that I'm going to be able to identify with. And and we'll we'll get to the bottom of it because I do feel a little tired running on fumes. Uh, Yeah, a little a little exhausted, overwhelmed at times, which I think every business owner can relate with. Yeah. So. And I think um, one thing to keep in mind is burnout, there's like when you don't like your job and there's burnout and then there's like a different kind of burnout when you actually enjoy what you do. So I think that like for someone like you who genuinely endo- enjoys what you do, it's hard to see the burnout within yourself because you're like, mm. I like this. Why am I like tired? You know, like, yeah, it's a different kind of self-reflection. So that's interesting. Something to think. About. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how um, that could be. That could be a, an important distinction to make. Yeah. Um, so the WHO, the World Health Organization, has named burnout as officially a medical diagnosis. So. Who? This is big time. The World Health Organization. Who? The World get Health. It, get it? Because it's, yes, yeah, it's WHO. Who? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, so it's a real thing. It's not just like, you know, weak-minded people who are like, hmm. I don't want to work anymore. Like it's a real thing. And it people is a real should thing, yeah. really take it seriously in yourself because if you're not working at your like top tier mental state, then yeah, then you might be under a false idea of productivity and exactly. You're just execution. spinning your wheels. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, uh, okay. So just a little story time. I, okay. when I worked in corporate America, um, it was, my second job out of college, I guess. And I didn't really understand how the world worked and like how employ- I, I had this vision that employers always look out for you. And uh, that is not the case. It's not? So No, no, no. Okay. Um, so I was working like 12 hour days. Uh, the company that I worked for was, they worked quarterly. So we would have these really big crunch times at the end of each quarter, which happens to be the 4th of July and Christmas. Oh, yeah. So... I was working just huge amounts of time and I was in California when I wanted to be here with my family for those holidays. The 4th of July is like a huge deal in our hometown. So I couldn't, I was missing out on those things. I was working an insane amount. I thought that 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 was just what you did. You hustled because I was young and I was trying to make a good impression. So I just did it. I, you know, 
Yeah. I did it and I didn't complain. And I, and because I was doing that, they never looked to hire anybody else because they were like, well, why would she's we doing it? So yeah. why are we going to, you know, and I never stood up for myself. Um, so I was like, I would get sick, like physically ill and it just kept happening. And I was like, what, what, what's going on? So I went to the doctor and the doctor's like, you're burnt out. You need to like stop working so much because you are burnt out. So he gave you it's that medical diagnosis. He gave me that medical diagnosis. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so when you think like I'm burnt out, you're coming from. I'm coming from a place of you. Ha- is that is that something? Once you have it, you have it for life. Yeah. Oh yeah, God. It's fatal. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not contagious, is no. it? Did you give me burnout? <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, wow, that's that's so, pretty interesting. And yeah. you had like so full is- on physical symptoms of this burnout. Yeah, and I felt like I wasn't. Uh, like I've always dealt with like anxiety and I feel like it didn't really manifest in that way. It was like purely physical. I had no Ooh. energy. Like before that I was working out all the time. I would go to the gym all the time. And then during that period, I like, when I got home, I didn't do a single thing other than like stare at a wall. And I just was like, Oh, I'm just tired. I just worked a 12 hour day. That's just what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really think about it, but then I just kept getting sick and uh, it, it was a total blind spot for me. I was just like, this is what people do. You work really hard when you're young and that's just what you're supposed to do. That's what everyone tells you you're supposed to do. So I was like, yeah, this, put this, these two things couldn't possibly go together. And then the doctor was like, yeah, you're just, your body is just under this constant state of stress. So your immune system is suppressed and you're just getting sick because you're just mm. running yourself into the ground. So that's interesting. So yeah, so that's my little story time. That's where I come from. And that's why I worry about burnout because. <laughs> okay. Wow. It's uh, it re- That it's really a puts real it thing. in perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You're really, uh, you're trying to catch me on the early train of burnout <laughs> before I get sick all the time. Exactly. Because we can't, do you we think that's afford- why I got sick before? Potentially. Maybe it could could have contributed to it. It could have been, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's serious. And I think that. And I feel like also I would always get sick when it was like the worst time. Like we would have these deadlines and I would get sick right before a deadline. So then I couldn't even take the time off. Like I, and this, I mean, this was pre COVID. So you could go to work sick and everyone would just be like, "Mm, just stay over there. you know, it wasn't like now where they're like hazmat suits, but yeah. So then I would get sick right before these times. I would be so ill, just like sitting in my little cubicle. I couldn't even take time off and it was just making it worse. So so that's, that's so sad. you know, I don't want you to just, you know, right before <sighs> we have something really important, get really get, ill. Yeah. Huh. So. Okay. Well, thank you for, uh, you know, telling us that, that story. Yeah. That's really, that's really interesting. So basically I'm an expert on burnout and that's why I just want to talk about yeah. it today. So what did your doctor say? He just said like, he just gave you a doctor's note that was like, uh, yeah, I have burnout. Um, <laughs> I'm not, my, I'm not allowed to work anymore. Yeah. I don't work here anymore. Sorry. Yeah, but you can't fire me because I have a doctor's note. Yeah. Yeah. What did um, he, what did he give you any tips or? Yeah. So okay. basically when you are suffering from burnout, unfortunately there's no like magic pill. That's like here, now you're fixed. It's like yeah. the most people can't like step back from work. Usually you've set up your life where you very much depend on working. Yeah. Um, and having a job. So they always say like you need to go to a therapist and talk to them about it or you need to figure out um, how you can take some time off or you need to exercise and eat right. That's what they always say. Exercise yeah. and eat right, which whenever anybody would say that to me, I'd be like, oh, whatever, like, OK, like exercise and eat right. But yeah. that actually does make a huge difference. And yeah, it's just a good way to live your life anyway. So, 
I think so, yeah. Yeah. So we can talk about like... Different techniques and... Well, yeah, we'll get okay. to that. Um, but first, I think we should talk about how to identify it in yourself because... Am I going to need to try Sean, to identify hard. it right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say... So I never really thought about the word burnout before. Uh, I've heard of it. You know, you hear stories of... Usually it's like, you know people in startups and stuff like that, where yeah. they're like literally working around the clock doing coding and like all kinds of stuff like that. And they're like literally just working all day long. So I never really equated my situation with that. Yeah. But there are so many times within the course of projects or the business in general, where there's just an overwhelming amount of things that need to get done. Yeah. Number one, that's not my strong suit to like sift through all those things and accomplish them one at a time. So that can be problematic for me. Yeah. And then as the business owner, a lot of times you feel like, okay, all of this falls on me. So right. it's going to be hard to like the, the time that you're super busy and you're overwhelmed. It seems like the last thing that you could possibly do is take a break. Yeah. When, so it's kind of like a catch 22. It is. You get yeah. stressed out and burn out when there's all this stuff and it's overwhelmingly busy and hectic, but it's hard to really, at that point, it's hard to kind of like step back. I feel like what I've done is just like powered through it and hope for calmer seas ahead. Yeah. And usually it is because everything comes in waves. So yeah, usually it is cyclical. So yeah, that's, and I think that that's the advantage of doing something that you do like, because you can look forward to that. Yeah. That time where, okay, I know things are going to get better. Things are hard right now, but yeah, they are going to get better. So in a situation like that, that's where like exercise, meditation, that really comes into play. So I'm sure meditation is probably maybe not even realizing it, but it probably has helped you a lot. I think so. Yeah. I think it helps to, it helps with that like chaotic thinking pattern that I have. Like yeah. it, it's not a cure all for me. Like that's just how my brain works. I'm, I've think very chaotically. So it's still hard for me to like go through a list of things that I need to do and just like get it out of my brain onto paper and then one at a time execute those things. So, um, that can be really difficult for me. I feel like meditation does help calm that a little bit. It like takes that little bit of an edge off. So, um, it's definitely not a cure all, but I think it does with consistency help me just think a little slower about yeah. things and uh, takes a little bit of an edge off. So I do think that that has helped. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And another thing is um, take like specific time for yourself. And it's easy, like for us, if you go, you go home after work mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I'll work on these things. And then you're probably like, okay, once I'm done those things, I'll just, you know, sit and watch TV for a little bit before I go to bed or whatever. That'll yeah. be my unwinding time. But it's so much, those things always kind of bleed into each other if you don't have like a specific time where you're like, okay, I am mindfully setting aside time for myself. Yeah. So I can actually disconnect instead of, you know, I'll work for a little bit, then I'll just sit and watch TV for a little bit, but I'll probably still be thinking about all those things that I have to do. Um, yeah. So it's so important to just take that time. Like, I, not that I was feeling burnout, even though you insist that I was, but I took two days off. The other day yeah because i've worked here for a year and i haven't really taken any of it like 
substantial vacation. I think I've taken like one vacation day before. Yeah. And since I've worked here, you also haven't, I noticed you haven't taken a vacation. And I think that it's very important to like take some time take off. Take some time, yeah. And A, it gives you something to look forward to. If you have a structured couple days off. Yeah. It gives you the time to disconnect and it's just a max version of that like setting aside time purposefully to disconnect. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I also look at some of the things that we do, like certain times of the year, we have to travel a decent amount. Like we went to uh, Deck Expo in November, then the International Builder Show in January, then the Decorators Pro Summit in February, then JLC in Rhode Island in March. So... Those are like work things, but they feel like they feel like a break from the day to day business stuff. So yeah. like I almost look at those as a vacation a little bit, but they probably aren't fully. Yeah, no. You're still working. <sighs> they are. You're still fully <sighs> working the entire time. <laughs> yeah. You're you're That's saying I need like, to like turn my brain you off. You need to turn your brain off. Yeah. You need to you need to do something and like I just did a staycation and I just Yeah. Didn't like I it was nice out, so I went outside and I did that kind of stuff. If you can't physically do that and you need to, like, remove yourself and go to a different space, then, like, you know, get an Airbnb where you can't think about that kind of stuff. So it's, like, a different – but those are work vacations. Like, you're still – you're talking yeah. to people from work. You are still working. It's just adding, like, getting drinks in with yeah. coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a That's good not way. That's not a vacation? That's not a, ah. not a vacation. It's fun. Yeah. And it is, like, a shake-up from – like if you're feeling burnt out on like, oh my gosh, we're just like so hot on the job site every day. And then like, yeah. those are like a shakeup from that kind of mindset. So it is good, but it's not a, it's not, not a quite, full vacation, not a quite vacation. Okay. Okay. Um, these are all great points that you're making. Do you feel attacked? I don't, I don't I, mean to no, attack you, I but don't. I do want you to uh, take some days off. <laughs> <laughs> you just want me out of your hair so you can actually get some work done yeah. because my chaotic <laughs> mind is like bleeding all over everybody and it's just infecting the air <laughs> uh turning into an air of chaos yeah um yeah no i think i think that that is a is a valid point it's just it just is hard to like step back and when i feel uh like i said i never really thought of it as burnout it's just more like certain times are like more overwhelming than others yeah um so it's hard to when you're in that time to be able to step back. Do you think that there's a benefit of, like it would be easiest to take some time off when everything's running smooth and I don't feel burnout at all. I'm just yeah. super excited. Do you think there's a benefit of like planning something when everything's going well to preemptively? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I, that's why I took two days off. Cause I was like, I don't okay. have a, I don't have a reason to take these days off. I just know that I haven't taken days off. So I'm going to yeah. Give myself something to look forward to. Or if like right now you feel very stressed because we're in between two jobs and it feels like a lot of chaos and, you know, kind of anti-directional where we're just kind of like spinning our wheels because we're yeah. working on a million different things. Now's the time to plan a vacation. So you're like, I can't go on a vacation oh, right now, Okay, but I'm going to plan one. So I have something to look forward to. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. Give yourself something. Yeah. Like, okay, I just have to make it through this busy time and then I will go. Okay. And that makes sense. also, I feel like it's really important to lead through action. And I think that it's really important that you insist that your employees take vacation time so they aren't burnt out. Yeah. So if 
you don't take a vacation. And then that kind of leads into the culture of the company. I mean, there's only five of us, so it's not that big of a deal. But if you don't take vacations, then it kind of sets the message that no one should take vacations. I feel like everybody else does take vacations, though. Like, I guess you didn't. Well, I'm talking it like in a meta way for like the listeners as well. Not necessarily quite you, but I think that it, you know, it all trickles down. If you're, if you see your boss not taking vacations and just muscling through burnout, then that sets the tone that that's how you should also do your actions. So Hmm. just something to think about. Do you feel like that bleeds onto you when I don't take off and I'm just like powering through things and I'm going through the Um. van in a tornado of mental (laughs) chaos? (laughs) Do you feel like, oh God, if I, if I take a vacation now, he's really going to go off the rails and, uh, I need to help him with this, this <laughs> ensuing burnout. Not necessarily because I know you as a person yeah, and I am also incredibly aware of burnout in myself now that I've gone through it. So I'm, yeah, I feel like I have a good handle on it myself, but like when you kept saying, like I took two days off and you kept saying <laughs> you're taking a vacation because you're burnout. I'm like. I'm not, it's not a vacation. We should not set the precedent that taking two days off is a vacation. Yeah. And it's not because I'm burnt out. <laughs> it's just because I haven't taken any I just thought the timing was, was interesting because you were like, next week we should talk about burnout and I'm going to take two days off. So I was like, oh, maybe, maybe she's a little burnout. You are no, I'm absolutely. Trying to, I'm trying to avoid it. You're preemptively. No, preemptively. now I know that. Yeah. Now I feel like I have the tools in my toolbox to identify <laughs> right. and also take care of burnout symptoms within myself. So, ah, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it yet. I guess plan a vacation. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. I think you should plan a vacation. It's also kind of like, it's a fun thing to do. It's like, I don't like, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't like like planning vacations. I don't like planning. I feel like planning things is not something that I'm very good at. And I have to do it at work. So like the last thing that I want to do is like plan out all the logistics of doing a vacation. Like how do we get there? How do we, do we bring Max? Do we not bring Max? Do we have to find a babysitter? If we don't, Mm -hmm. we got to figure something out with Ziggy. Make sure that, you know, somebody's watching him or we take him to the kennel, travel, hotels. What are we going to do when we get there? And it's just, that seems like stressful. I feel like I need Mm -hmm. somewhere like you said, like find an Airbnb that's like an hour away yeah. and just like go there and it's not near anything and you just like don't do anything. That sounds great. Yeah. Maybe I should do that. I think you should do that. Does that's, that count? That's Yeah, of course. Okay. Huh. That's that. I love doing that. And we, I feel like we live in a great area where there's all sorts of different, you know, we live near the beach and the mountains and woods so you can do whatever within like a couple mile. Yeah. Or, I mean, a couple hour radius and you just rent an Airbnb and you you know, I personally always get one that's near water and then we can go kayaking or do whatever. Yeah. So maybe, well, I, I mean, you and Sarah like to hike, so go find one in the middle of the woods and go for some hikes. Get that sounds nice. Okay. And lucky for you, you might not like to plan vacations, but I know you have a wife who loves to plan vacations and go on vacations. So she that's might, true. Yeah. you can delegate that to her. Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds, that sounds like a nice, uh, a nice way to go about it. Yeah. So... I'm going to put that, I'm going to store that little nugget away and uh, see what I can do about that. Mm -hmm. I'll update people on it. And, uh, you know, because I think it is, it is really important and it's, 
I just feel like I'm at an age where I do have that mentality of I'm so young, even though I'm getting kind of old. Yeah. I got all this gray hair. Um, <laughs> that it is like the time to just like hustle and like this is the time to like lay the foundation for what you're trying to build with your business and your life and all that kind of stuff. So um, maybe yeah. it's maybe it's like a it's a cultural thing a little bit, you know, a uh, society type of expectation that's thrown upon us you think so especially now Um, with this like hustle culture and side hustles and absolutely and i think that it's if you have the mindset of there's always something like i know that when we talk about like business stuff it's always like there's something else we could be doing there's the world is endless with opportunities so it feels like if you're not constantly reaching for these opportunities then you're like failing in some sort of sense yeah so i think that you just need to it's like a work hard play hard situation like make sure that you take purposeful time away from work so you do feel rejuvenated to work really hard when you do go back to work i like i i feel like um i went into this episode not thinking i, I just thought i was going to disagree with you and say <laughs> i'm not burnt out at all i don't need to take vacations vacations are for the weak-minded uh but i'm starting to see a little value in uh i never really thought about just even though you took, uh, like, did a weekend in, like, Maryland, yeah. just in an Airbnb, and I'm like, well, that seems kind of random. Like, you're just staying at a house that's not your house somewhere else. Yeah. But now that you explain it like that, it does seem, it seems really nice to just, like, remove yourself physically from your day-to-day, yeah. like, your house, and just go to somebody else's house and yeah. stay there. And, uh, you know... Because I always look at vacations like it, it has to be like this big to do. Like you have to go somewhere that's like exciting and has to be like activities. But that that sounds great to just go somewhere and kind of like purposely go somewhere where there's not really much to do. Yeah. That sounds great. It does sound great. I should probably go somewhere with no cell reception. I think yeah. that would. I think that's what you need. Really help me a lot. So. Uh, that's exactly okay. it. Yeah. And I feel like. Like, my staycation days were great. Excuse me, I had a great time. But I also feel like it's very hard to disconnect when you're in your own home. Because there's yeah. a million things. Like, as I was home on my vacation days, I was thinking, like, oh, I should fix this. There's a million things in my house that need to be fixed. So I'm like, oh, I should fix that. I should do this. I should paint that. Or I'm on the board. So I'm like, I should do my board minutes. Or I should do, like, plan a fundraiser. Like, if you're in your own house, there's just constantly things that you need yeah. to do. So if you just take yourself out of the situation, there's suddenly a whole lot less on your plate. And then no cell thing. That's like. I think that would be like key for me. Yeah. I think that's definitely because that is so like that is the thing that more than anything, like keeps my mind on work. It's either talking to clients, answering emails. Uh, There's always like emails that I need to send out about supplies or to uh, a vendor or the architect or just a million different things that need to be planned. And then that doesn't even include all of the social media stuff that is not only a huge part of our job, but it's also just like a huge addiction of everybody. So there can be like a huge like gray area of like, am I, am I working like social media to me, like for some people, they can just like go on TikTok and like scroll and that's like almost relaxing for them. Like yeah. Sarah does it all the time. She's like, I just enjoy it. Like I'm just on here looking at, you know, 
silly videos and it makes me laugh. Anytime I'm on social media, it's like I'm just thinking about what videos we should make. Yeah. Looking at other videos like, why is this video doing so good? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, maybe put the phone, maybe destroy it. Just put it in a wood chipper. Yeah. You know what? You know what I need? I think hmm. back to the personal assistant thing. I don't even have a phone. You want to get in touch with me? You call Jerry. <laughs> you call Jerry. That's interesting. Jerry sifts through everything. I don't yeah. even have a phone. It's kind of like the kingpin. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. We need to hire a Jerry. We do. I need to be, I need to be like insulated where nobody can get in contact. I only, <laughs> I only talk with Jerry. You need to talk <laughs> to me, you me. talk to Jerry. Or Anthony? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We'll, I mean, it, it will take some time to like integrate Jerry into the, yeah, where yeah. he can really handle everything. But, um, you know. Jerry's just going to be a, a shell of a human. He, he's going to have no opinions. It's just no. just you. <laughs> he's just an intermediary. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting concept. It is. I don't hate it. I don't yeah. hate it. Where do we find ourselves a Jerry? I need a Jerry. I need a Jerry. Uh, okay. All right. Well, are you burnout on burnout? No. Oh, you're not? Oh, you have more stuff? <laughs> so much God. stuff. Okay. All right. What do you got? Okay. So, like we talked about, it's hard to kind of identify it in yourself. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't know why you feel that way. Um, so, we should talk about causes. Okay. What causes burnout? Because I think it's easy to be like, oh, well, you know, that's only for people who are working like business owners and, you know, but it happens to everybody. Yeah. I was a lowly little first year employee and I had it. So, um, so causes an extreme or heavy workload. And I, f- I think that's a good thing to realize. At least it was for me that like, just because someone like gives you this duty, yeah, you don't have to take everything on all the time. And that's going to lead to, like, and I feel like it's a balance because I do think people should say yes to different opportunities and taking on more work. But if it's going to lead to burnout and you're just overwhelming yourself. Yeah. So actually, now that I'm saying it, how do you find that balance? Like, if somebody, like, your boss just keeps pouring stuff onto you and you just keep doing it and not complaining, then even if it's like way too much for one person to actually handle, they're not going to like go hire anybody because they're like, well, Catherine's got it. Yeah. She can handle this. Actually, maybe that's the line because in my case, it was just more of what I was doing. Like I was doing the job of like three people. Yeah. But it wasn't leading to any new opportunities. Were you getting paid three salaries? I was not. No. You should, you should have been, you should have (laughs) said. I was being paid a very low, low, low salary. Yeah. They were getting a, they were getting a bargain. Yeah. And I think it is like, it's different opportunities are going to like, or each job or whatever you're doing is going to be a little bit different. Like depending on the company that you work for, a company might look at that and be like, Oh, we are just, this is awesome. You know, we're saving all this money and we're, Oh, you know, eh, we might, we might grind Catherine into the ground, but we'll find another Catherine. (laughs) Uh, There could be other opportunities where, you know, a company really values that hard work and they look at that like, okay, Catherine can really handle all of this stuff. Like she's doing so good, but we can find somebody else to do what she's doing now. Let's put her in like a more important role. So it can, I think be situational where you have to evaluate like, okay, is the company like looking out for my best interest? Am I getting anywhere with this extra work or am I just getting closer to burnout? And then, you know, 
they will not have a use for me anymore and I will be out on the streets. Yeah. That's a great point. Definitely look at like how, like where the value is for your company. And that's yeah. another one of the ca- causes is a toxic workplace. So I would say I was 100% in a toxic work, toxic workplace. Here? No, no, no. <laughs> great workplace now. Okay. Before. Yeah. That was definitely, because it wasn't advancing my career. Yeah. I mean, I did use them for uh, like a recommendation in future jobs and they always spoke very highly of me, which was nice, but yeah. I, you know, I think standing up for yourself is very important. It and also sounds I, like I learned later in life. Yeah. But it does sound like it, uh, everything's a journey. And that was like an important part. Absolutely. You know, you had to yeah. go through that to get to the point now where you can recognize these symptoms in me. True. You're doing God's work out here. You're saving people from burnout before they really hit the wall yeah. and get reduced to a pile of burnout ashes. Yeah. Uh, so Maybe that's, you know, everyone should just come to me. I will give you a consultation and tell you if you're burnout or not. Cause I am an expert. That actually honestly sounds like it could be like a really lucrative, like <laughs> that's like, that seems like such a millennial profession yeah. to have. Like I'm a burnout counselor. <laughs> burnout. You call me. You call me. Yep. I'll tell you how to handle it. We'll set up like a little retreat for you. Three days, we'll get you. We'll get you back <laughs> up and running. Maybe that's my hustle culture. That this is my ten x. I think, <sighs> honestly, that would be like so good. You like, you know, people are like super burnout, but then like, you know, it'll then you really won't like be helping people anymore because you'll get all about the money. Yeah. Then you'll get burnout. I get burnout on my hustle. Yeah. And you'll be okay. like, I think that would be a really good thing. You get these like millennials that are burnout like you know, finance people and stuff. Yeah. And then you're like, look, I have the cure for you. I'm going to set you up on this three day retreat. You're going to be cured. You go back to work in 12 hours a day and you'll be good to go. <laughs> okay. All right. That would be pretty cool. Something to think about. Yeah. I really like my job now and that sounds okay. very time consuming, yeah. but it is something to think about. If you, yeah. fi- if, if you ever fire me, that's what I'm going to be doing. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you might have a future client in me. Uh, <laughs> Because if you leave this company, I will severely be burnt out. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so next. A stressful or distressing line of work. I guess yeah. that's like doctors and nurses and stuff. Which, man, I don't know how they do it. That is true because they're like... That is, that is pretty crazy. And it should be noted that I'm going away this weekend to stay with uh, Sarah's best friend who is a... ER doctor. Oh, what? You said Sarah's best friend. She's my best friend, too. Oh, okay. That's not a competition. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, okay. Sarah and Catherine's <laughs> other best friend. Uh, we're going to stay with her, and she is an ER doctor. Yeah. And her husband is an orthopedic surgeon. And it just seems insane to me that they are like, like the amount of work that they have to put in and the shifts yeah. that they go on. And yeah. then at the end of those shifts, they may or may not have to make like life or death decisions on people. Yeah. Like, how is that? How is that a thing? I know. Plus just she's, make a decision. Plus she's pregnant right now. Yeah. I'm like, how, how do you go <laughs> to work and do this? It's insane. Yeah. She, now they don't live here anymore, but when they did, she would like, you know, we'd hang out right after she got off work and she's like, yeah, this guy died or whatever. And like, it would, it's just like a part of her work. And then I'm like, ah, do you need to like decompress from that? And like, no, it's like these, these things happen. And like, I guess she's just desensitized to it, but I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, how do you deal with that? That's crazy. Yeah. 
You made her sound a little bit like heartless and soulless. No, no, no. She's not heartless, yeah. but that's just part of your day-to-day -day job. <laughs> it is, yeah. And like they do this, they make all these harsh like, and she's an ER doctor, so she's like, yeah, she's on the front lines. She's like on the front lines yeah. of like, all, like all of seeing the craziest stuff. She has the craziest stories. Yeah. And then you just clock out, and then you go home, and you yeah. just live a normal life. So she's not heartless. She's very caring and yeah, a wonderful she doctor. She's she an amazing is. person. Um, but it's like you just you know yeah. Just like we, you know, clock out and go home. They do that too, but yeah. they just had a way crazier day. I feel like that's always like a linchpin of my mental energy is like, I'm not saving lives. The thing, you know, the stuff that I do isn't life or death. I don't have to make life or death. This is, I, I don't know, do I? I don't know. I think, <laughs> you know, without the proper relaxation area in someone's home, outside their <laughs> their home, I went real like Philly on that yeah, home. Did. Yeah, you did. Uh, you know, they could die of burnout. We are giving, we're building burnout sanctuaries. We are building burnout sanctuaries. That's a, it's a good way to market that is, these. That's yeah. A, that is a great way to look at it. Wow. Huh. Interesting. Right. Add that to the marketing plan. Okay. Yeah. Love that. One thing that I do want to say uh, about burnout is the thing that, the thing that burns me out the most is like the mental load that I carry. And mm -hmm. one thing that has definitely helped me, you're doing the editing on the vlog. Yeah. Having that off my plate. Yeah, I meant to ask you. very significantly uh, reduced my level of stress. It doesn't you seem think? like that this week because there's just so much other chaotic, stressful stuff going on. But in like, I can't imagine if I also had to do that. Like this week, Tom was on vacation. We had to go back to our other job because we're doing all the pavers. So it was yeah. just me and, and Jose. So I was like belt on all week. Mm -hmm. I, and it, it was still like super chaotic. So it didn't, it might not have seemed like it had relieved any stress from me, but yeah. I can't imagine if that was added to my plate on top of that. So, um, yeah. that has, that has helped significantly. So thank you for you contributing to my, uh, burnout uh relief plan yeah brp that's a, that's a great way to also uh deal with burnout is delegate delegation yeah that is true um so, i'm glad i can help thank you so much for that all right so do you have any other do you have any other stuff here yeah okay um i mean just a couple other causes pretty self-explanatory but no recognition from management so if you're working your tail off and then like no one's telling you you're doing a good job, yeah, that's like frustrating. Yeah. Do um, I tell? Do I tell? I mean, I just told you. You literally you're doing just told me your job. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think in general that I I uh, heap praise upon people adequately enough? Um. Yeah, I do. Just say like, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Okay. I do. Yeah. I always want to make sure that uh, you know that I'm acknowledging people's hard work and everything like that. So I try to be yeah. mindful of that. And, uh, okay. Yeah. I think that that's, I think that you do that well. Okay. I think that's Thank an you. important thing and, and you do yeah. that well. Okay. Cause I think some people are very quick to criticize people. That's yeah. like something that, that some bosses do is the only time like you hear something from them is some sort of critique or critical thought yeah. instead of like them going out of their way to say, Hey, you're just doing a great job. Appreciate yeah. it. You know? Yeah. And I think the more that you do that,
the more open they might be to the occasional criticism that you do have. And not even criticism, but, you know, just feedback or yeah. constructive criticism. The If it's always that negative, you know, criticizing or pointing out something that they did wrong, then uh, they're just not going to take it as seriously or it's just going to, like, wear them down. So yeah. I think you need to go out of your way to make sure that you are saying good job to people and uh, that you appreciate their hard work and all that stuff, especially in... in the businesses that that we have in the trades like it's hard work yeah so it's not only that they're doing a good job but they're also physically working hard so i think that needs to be appreciated that's so true and especially in the trades um people are having such hard times hard time having a hard time hard time (laughs) trade hard hard times having yeah hard having a hard time finding employees and hiring like long-lasting employees if you want your employees to stay yeah make sure that you balance the praise and Criticism, criticism, yeah. And know that a lot of times uh, they have other opportunities. Like yeah. you're not like this gracious gift from God that is, you know, gracing them with a with a job. Yeah. You have to realize that uh, especially the really good people, like they could leave tomorrow and find a, a comparable job. So True. you want to make sure that uh, you make that as difficult as possible for them by not making it hard for them to leave and trapping them like demonized rats, <laughs> but by... You get them and then you sink yeah. your claws into them and they stay forever. <laughs> yep. Uh, but by providing the best work environment that you can so that it'll be hard for them to find something that is as good or they don't want to look for something that, yeah. that's different. So yeah, something to think about. So I do appreciate you bringing up the, um, you know, we don't want to create a culture here where people think that they can't take off or that they have to uh so just because that is kind of been my mindset of personal yeah life doings um (laughs) i hope nobody else feels like that and um but it's good to be mindful of it yes not something that i was mindful of at all um Mm -hmm. i feel like everybody uh everybody else like just kind of like they like have planned vacations like it, like and it's like every every year this week he goes to the, to the beach. Yeah. So uh, Tom does that too a little bit. I think I don't have yeah. anything like that. That's like a set thing. So uh, I guess I just never go out of my way to plan anything. And uh, yeah. but it's good to be mindful of that. So I do appreciate that I feedback. Like, yeah. And I think um, like you and Anthony and Tom, you all have kids. So like. Anthony taking a family vacation is, you know, that's great, but maybe it's also, maybe it feels like a lot of work because you're still, you know, trying to make sure that your kid has this amazing vacation. So I think that we should still make them feel like, like take a day off if you need it. Like take, just take a mental health day. If you feel burnt out, take a day. Like that doesn't have to be your only time off. Yeah. Because, and like Tom is going, taking his kids to Disney World. At some point, that sounds like so like, and you know, I was a kid who went to Disney World and I loved it and it felt absolutely magical to me. But as a parent, I'm sure it just just feels like work, just in the in the heat. He seems like he loves like the act of like chasing his kids around. Yeah, he seems like he loves that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I you know I haven't talked to him about it, so maybe he's. Yeah, and I'm sure. I mean, it's I'm sure he's like thrilled and looking forward to it. I'm not saying that he's not, but it does seem like it. It's like not it's like, like a, a lot of work. It's not a relaxing <laughs> right, vacation. Yes, it's not like at a relaxing 
yeah. time off, yep. turn your brain off kind of situation. Yeah. And that's like sure. with this weekend, I'm sure that you're going to have a lovely time. Yeah. But it's still not like a vacation because you're still like. Yeah. You're, you know, Max is going with you. So you have to worry about like getting all of his stuff there. And then it's going to be chasing him around a new space. And it's not, you know. Yeah. It's not like a necessarily relaxing, just turn your brain off kind of time. Yeah. So, that's true. So I'm going to try my best. Um, do you think I should tell Sarah when I'm up there? Like she wants me to do it. Sorry, hon, I'm on vacation. <laughs> I can't, I can't be bothered. You uh, should try it. When I took my two days off, yeah. every time Pat asked me to do anything, I said, I'm on vacation. So <laughs> you want your laundry done? Sorry, I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> it That's might look a, like I'm just sitting in my house, but I'm on vacation. Yeah. So maybe try it. You're doing important mental work. I'm going to try it. And uh, I'm going to say that it came directly from you. It's an order from you to, uh, I can't do nothing. Sorry. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, I'll think about that. Luckily, Max is like so easy to take care of. He's just like the most amazing little angel boy. He is. That's true. So he's not very fussy. Right. But he's still mobile. So you're still going to be like, yeah. He's right at that that very special age where he's like mobile and can get into everything, but he can't like understand that like you can't be like, hey Max, you can't touch that very sharp thing. He'll be like, I don't understand what you're saying. You know, like yeah, he's he's mobile. He can get that sharp thing, but he doesn't understand he shouldn't touch that sharp thing. Oh God, yeah. And now I'm thinking we're going to a place that's not going to be baby proofed or exactly. Ah, so stressful. Uh, no, but I (laughs) yeah okay. I don't mean to stress you out about your (laughs) life. (laughs) <laughs> um okay well i think that that is do you have any other things um, I, ha- I had i had one thought okay that i wanted to add uh all this talk about it uh i think i was mentally like blocking out any type of information i was getting about burnout because mm-hmm. i was like this doesn't apply to me right don't need to pay attention to this but it is brought up in a lot of books that I've read and stuff like that so one story that comes to mind is uh what's her name ariana huffington Yes. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Huffington Post. Yeah. yeah. I'm not totally exactly sure like what that is. Is that just like a website blog? Is it a like newspaper? A, I don't know what it is. But she's a very I powerful think, businesswoman. Yeah. Very I, I don't think it's like a paper newspaper. It's like a. It's like a internet post. It's like a, yeah. Okay. It's like probably like a media company of some I think, sort. Yeah, I think that's what Okay. It is. Interesting. Okay. But I know that I know like of her and and she's a very like powerful, successful woman. And uh, she says that she was like so severely burnt out, like crippling burnout, like could not get out of bed because she was just like working herself to the bone. Yeah. And the thing that she contributed to the contributed it contributed it (laughs) trouble talking today contributed (laughs) to it was (laughs) Try to say contributed. Contributed to it. Yeah, okay. Okay. Contributed to it. Talk talk words hard, hard. sometimes. <laughs> hard, hard. Um was a lack of sleep. Like yeah. really good sleep. Yeah. So um I think she might have read wrote a book about it as well. I, now that you're saying this, that does um, sound familiar. So it can be like sometimes you can point out these things that if you get a con- like a handle on that, like it's not always your burnout. You need a vacation and then you go back to your day to day. Cause like you're just building up the burnout more. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing, not taking anything away from vacations, vacations are a great tool to use here. Right. Uh, but sometimes you need to identify those things in your daily life that are contributing to your burnout. So it could be a lack of really good deep sleep. True. It could be a lack of, 
you know, proper nutrients in your diet from not eating healthy. Yeah. Uh, it could be from not exercising and all of those things kind of go hand in hand because when you're really busy, you don't have time to like meal prep and think about what is a healthy option right now. True. You feel like you don't have time to exercise and you definitely feel like sleep is the worst thing that you could possibly do. <laughs> uh, I always feel like that. Like yeah. sleep is just a waste of time. Uh, so I always have to like remind myself that it is an important thing and the more sleep, good sleep that you get, the more productive you are during the day. Yeah. So something to think about. That if you can identify so these true. things in your life that are uh, out of whack, get a handle on those things. You might get a handle on your burnout. Still take that vacation because, hey, what are we working so hard for? What are we working so hard for if we can't take a vacation? Enjoy your life while you're alive. This feels like a very transformative episode for me. I feel like from start to finish, I feel like a new person. You think? I think, yeah. You didn't, you know, I didn't come at you too hard. You weren't, did you feel attacked in this intervention? I felt attacked before it. I, I felt the most <laughs> attacked just by the uh, fact that you kept insisting on the topic of burnout. You're like, I think it's very topical right now. I'm like, why? Why is it top? I don't understand. I'm not burnout. Um, so I don't think that uh, I am fully burnout, but I am definitely exhibiting some of those symptoms. So yeah. uh, better to get a handle on it now before I am, you know. Bedridden like Ariana Huffington. Yeah. But it's also a good, it's a good comeback stories, you know. That's true. I do need you some sort of like some a, sort of redemption story. Yeah. Some sort of hill to overcome. Something huh. to think about there. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, that's great. Um, I think I'm pretty... I'm pretty burnout. I think on the topic of burnout. On the topic of burnout, okay. do you think we should skip the secret question? Never. Why you didn't think of one? No, I thought of one. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you got one. Yeah, you got one. No, I don't have one. <laughs> I did think of one, but uh, I kind of forgot a little bit. You go first. Do you have one? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. What was the biggest lie you've ever told. Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really hard hitting. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm not a, uh, I'm not a big liar, uh -huh. typically, uh, but I am a huge fibber. <laughs> so uh, I'm very, I'm very like sarcastic and, so that leads a lot of people sometimes to, um, you know, think like they never know when to believe me or not. But yeah. anytime I do lie, like in that scenario, I'll be like, no, I'm just kidding. But it's fun to like fib, get yeah. somebody to believe you and then be like, no, I was just kidding. Um, but an actual big lie. Huh. That's really tough. I feel like the only thing that's coming to mind right now is the fact that early on in business, people would say, Hey, Sean, do you know how to do this? Can you handle that? Yeah. And I'd say, yeah, of course, that's no problem. Um, <laughs> so that feels like that also feels like a little bit of a fib, not a yeah. lie because cause you it, just didn't know how to do it yet. Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I was definitely going to learn and, uh, I had every intention of fully researching it, you know, getting into it, doing it properly, all that kind of stuff. But 
initially you got to fake it till you make it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you got to be willing to overcome those those challenges, and you got to present the 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 fact that you can do it with confidence. So yeah, that's the thing that comes to mind. Okay. Yeah. So what's your answer to that? What's the biggest lie that you've ever told? Oh gosh, uh, mine was pretty much the exact same thing. I was gonna say like in a job interview where they're like, "Are you proficient at Excel?" I was like, "Yeah, yes, ma'am, I am." And uh, then I'd go home and Google it. Yeah. That's but, a good way uh, to go about it. Yeah. That, to me, that's like an innocent lie because, because like, like I said, like you just don't have to do it yet. Yeah. I'm not incapable of learning how to do Excel at the time. You didn't so, excel at it yet, but I you didn't excel at it believed yet. that you could. Yeah. And now I can. Well, yeah. I haven't used Excel in a long time. But you're using that Google Sheets. Yeah. That did help. I don't know what so. kind of witchcraft you were doing on there, but I was impressed. <laughs> I was definitely yeah. impressed by that. So uh, thank you. So yeah, that was a that was one of the best lies you could have told because it forced you into learning how to do these exactly. things. Exactly, it, so, it really turned a negative into a positive. Yeah, a little flip the script situation. Exactly. Um, yeah. That's always good to. Yeah, you got to fake it till you make it a little bit. Yeah. But make sure that you do make it, and you're not just completely faking it. Mm-hmm. Find that balance. Okay. Yep. All right. What's your secret question? My secret question. Uh, this is a bit of a silly one. Okay. And uh, Sarah asked me this this morning as I was putting my socks and shoes on. Okay. She was like, oh, so you're a sock, sock, shoe, shoe kind of person. Oh. And I was like, what? Like, obviously the alternative would be. Sock, shoe, sock, shoe? Yeah. And I was like. Is she a sock, shoe? She's not. Thank God. Because that could have been a deal breaker. (laughs) Like, that just seems like psychotic behavior. (laughs) But, uh, okay. Are you, how do you go about this? Sock, sock, shoe, shoe. Yeah. I feel like... I feel like that's the only way to do it. Yeah. It never even crossed my mind that a psychopath would behave in that manner. Do one <laughs> sock, one shoe, one sock, yeah. one shoe. Can you uh, imagine the feeling of like having one sock and one boot like on and your other foot just... Free, free, free floating. Free. No. Free out there in the air? That seems... Yeah. I could never. No. Uh, never. Okay. So since that was... Uh, <laughs> such a silly quick one mm-hmm. and I have already given my answer. I'll give you yeah. one more that is similar to that. Okay. Uh, when you're brushing your teeth, uh huh. you doing hot or cold water? Have we talked about this before? I don't know. I feel like we have, okay. but I don't think on here. I feel like, um, so I usually brush my teeth right after I wash my face, wash my face with warm water. So then sometimes I just go straight into brushing my teeth. Sometimes water's a bit hot when I'm doing that. Yeah. Pat is like appalled at that. He thinks that it's like. I'm also, yeah, I'm also appalled by that. Yeah. But it seems like a waste of time to like switch the temperature of the water. I don't, I'm not that uh, attached to the temperature of the water at that time. Hmm. Yeah. I think that is psychotic behavior. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, that's another thing. It it reminded me because it's another thing that I hadn't even considered the possibility of until, I don't know. I think Sarah brought it up and I forget Mm. which way she goes on that, but, uh, I just never even considered the fact of doing warm water when you're brushing your teeth. That just sounds, it, it just sounds reprehensible. Hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm not going to change my more. behavior, but. Uh, okay. One more follow-up question. Okay. Do you, uh, are you doing water on the brush, then toothpaste, then brush? Every time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cause yeah. that's another psychotic behavior. You know that, right? Just toothpaste on the. On the dry. On the dry brush. And then in your yeah. mouth. Yeah. That's horrible. 
That's horrible. Uh, jail. Straight to jail. Straight to jail Straight for to that. Jail. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Okay. Well, uh, I'm glad we got all of those things yeah. figured out. Uh, another another just topical topic. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> it's top of mind. Top of tooth. Okay. All right. So, well, Sean, uh, enjoy your thank you. day off. Well, I mean, it's not really even a day off because you're working right now. Yeah. But you're about to be off. So enjoy your weekend away. Thank you so much. Tell our doctor friends I said hello. I will. And, and that they you should also take breaks too. enjoy your weekend. And I hope everyone out there enjoys their week. Think about what we said. See if it applies to you. And I'll keep you updated on uh, what I'm doing to keep this at bay. Yes. So until next time, this has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week. <laughs>